Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Welcome, welcome. Hey, hey guys. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode number 20 of the Abundance Hub podcast. I'm so happy that you're back or that you are here for the first time. And I'm really excited to bring you a topic that's pretty close to my heart this week. But if um, if you've been following along for a while, you would know that I have a new little tradition and that is to read a review. Um, so anyone who has given me a five-star rating on the Apple podcast app and left a review has the opportunity for me to read their review one week. And so I have realized this week, I really need to start writing down who I've reviewed and who I haven't make a list so that I don't double up because there are some reviews that are just absolutely epic. But today I am going to be reading a review from Cass 19, Wealth of Knowledge. Uh, So Cass says, I have been following Jess on Instagram for several years now, so I guessed her podcasts would be as informative and authentic as her Insta posts. Well, she hasn't let me down. Jess is easy to listen to, and I've had so many aha moments while listening to her podcast. I feel like I'm having a chat with a friend. Well, Jess is doing most of the talking, lol. (laughs) If you want to know how to reach your goals or simply learn how to be happy in life, tune into the Abundance Hub. You won't regret it. Thank you so much, Cass. I greatly appreciate your five-star rating and your review. Um, I can't thank you guys enough. It means the absolute world to me. And I'm just going to keep asking you guys to do it every week. Um, and I'm sure that, I mean, we're, we're over 20,000 downloads now. So what I would love is that we have like a thousand reviews on the page versus like a hundred. So I'm pretty excited to see where that takes us. And what it means is I get to keep delivering info like this to you every single week. So, um, So this week I am talking to you guys about the topic of health. And to be honest, I've had such a full on week this week. It's been, um, well, it's school holidays. And so the mum juggle is real. I, I completely disappointed my daughter this morning and I had told her she was going for like this full day at my first gym and I buggered it up and it was yesterday that I had booked and it wasn't on today. And so we turned up there (laughs) Needless to say, there were tears, there was frustration. Um, So yeah, school holidays, running a business, launching an online coaching program. So there's been a lot happening this week to say the very least, but it's been super exciting. And I really, really love putting pressure on myself. It's interesting because I know that I love variety. I love, apparently, you know, my driving force is uncertainty, but I definitely see that as loving variety. And so when I kind of thought about releasing a pre-release option to purchase online coaching with me the week of school holidays, well, I didn't think about it, to be honest, because I'm a business owner and I hadn't planned much for the school holidays, except I was like, I'll just wing it. So I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's just this, it's just, um, it's literally just another week for me. But at the same time, I know that there are so many mums out there and mums are a huge market for me. I mean, I think that at least 80% of people who follow along would be mums. And so I'm like, well, you know what, maybe you guys are having some downtime and maybe it's a great time for you to start investing in yourself a little bit further and moving onwards and upwards with your learning and taking it to the next level. And, you know, podcasts are awesome, but when it comes to learning of someone at a deeper level, the thing is, is that 
When you commit to yourself and you financially invest in things, it means something different. So I know that when I hired my coach, it was like, it was a lot of money. It was a year long commitment. It was in the tens of thousands. And, you know, I was just like, I have to do this. I have to use this and make lasting change because I'd paid for it. So I definitely think that I'm not saying don't listen to the podcast, but I'm like, I know that when people commit financially to things, they definitely see more change. And um, anyway, so today's topic is kind of around the truth around what health really means. And I think that for a lot of people, they can really struggle with that. And I know that for me, for anyone that's followed along with me for quite some time, I I started my page, my Instagram page, um, as a way to stay accountable for my baby weight loss. So I'd had Scarlett, which was now nearly eight years ago, seven and a half years ago. And I wanted to help inspire other people that they could get their, you know, their pre-body, pre-baby bodies back. And so that was my main aim. And then that took me on a journey, um, to becoming a healthier person, obviously, because you can't, you can't be overweight and healthy. In my opinion, I, I definitely don't think you have to be totally lean to be healthy, but I, I feel like there's a limit, you know, I feel like there's a, there's that tipping point. And I know that for me, I went through a stage where I, you know, I got really into my health and fitness in a big way. I actually became a personal trainer and I studied, um, you know, how to health coach people. I studied nutrition and all these different things. And I became a bit of an expert in what you would call a health field. And, um, and along that journey, and we'll call it like a seven year journey. I lost, I lost all the baby weight and then some, and then what happened is, and this is just a bit of a background and then I'll get into kind of like what I want to give you guys. But then what I did was I got really fixated on looking great naked. So it was like, I need to have abs. I need to have the booty. I need to have all that. Um, and what I did in that, excuse me, what I did in that time is I, um, I started training really hard. I was kind of measuring food and I wouldn't say I was ever at a point where I was fanatical. Like I never really um, resented what I did, but I got to a point where I wasn't as happy as I could have been. And I think for me at that time, I, the skinnier and the fitter and the leaner I got, what I realized is that I'd become almost obsessed with the way I looked. And I had a little bit of like what I would call body dysmorphia because I, still never thought I looked that good. And I looked amazing. Like when I look back now, I'm like, Oh my Lord, I was so lean. I was so fit, but I didn't appreciate it for what it was. And then I kind of, I had a breast reduction as well when Scarlett was, um, three and a half. So then what I did was, I mean, having that helped with my self-esteem a lot, but then what I did was, you know, I got really lean and fit. And, and so I felt really I felt like I was really, really healthy. Um, I definitely looked it, but there was, there was something lacking mentally in that stage. Then I, you know, I kept that going for a fair while. And then I fell pregnant with Leo with Leo. My pregnancy was the healthier pregnancy of the two, mainly because I trained and I was active. Whereas with Scarlett, I had never, I had never really exercised before Scarlett, like nothing on a regular basis. And so, um, that pregnancy was a really healthy pregnancy. And afterwards I, I didn't really focus on how much I weighed. I just more focused on how I looked and I, I bounced back. I suppose people would from the outside looking in would go, Oh, well, she's definitely bounced back. Um, but now, you know, Leo's 20 months old and I really do love my body. I really do love the skin I'm in. I definitely wish that my tummy was flatter, but I also, you know, like to be honest, I, I drink wine, I eat pizza, I love a treat and I, I genuinely love my life and I love the social aspect. And so I'm okay with it being a slower process back. I'm not willing to go down the path that I went down last time. Um, 
But overall, I am healthy. I'm really, really healthy. And so now my focus has shifted to health, um, vitality versus versus the physical look, because I know, and this is not a, um, this is not a dig, but I know that there are a lot of people that are lean, that do fitness comps, that train every day, especially on social media. There are women and it's so interesting. Um, if you guys have ever kind of gotten into that mode where you thought I might want to compete in a competition or I might, I want to get leaner and do this and do that. I mean, I think most of us has been there at one point, like where they feel like I think I want to, I get really lean and this and that, but then we don't really evaluate the kind of lifestyle or the kind of sacrifices or the things we'd have to say no to in the process. And so I've seen so many people who have gone down this, you know, this path of, of training and becoming a competitive fitness model, for example, and for some people, it's amazing. Like it, it just changes their life in so many positive ways. But for a lot of people, I see them come out of that and realize that that body wasn't really serving them. Like if you're, if you're someone who loves to compete or has a competitive nature, who loves significance, who really likes to achieve goals, um, and who's, you know, who's focused on that kind of stuff, it can be amazing. But what I, what I have seen is a lot of women who, seem really unhappy in that state. So they're not, their vitality levels and all of that might not be where it's at. And I'm not, I must say, I'm definitely not here to talk to you or to bag out fitness competition or um, fitness competitors or anything like that. But what I think is really important and what I want to talk to you guys about is, you know, when, when I got into that, when I got into that mode around wanting to look that certain way. What I did is I started following all these people, um, on social media that all I did all day was like, every time I opened my social media, I would look at girls' bodies. I would look at other women's bodies and feel less than. And the funny thing was, is that most of them weren't parents and most of them were in their twenties and I was 35. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing that for? Like, it took me a long time, but I used to like, literally be like, screenshotting pictures of other women's butts and abs. And I would be like taking pictures of myself in the mirror and comparing. And it was, you know, and and I, I felt great about what I was doing, but what I, I suppose what I realize now is that that stuff is great to have if you genuinely want it. But I think for me, and I'm sure there are so many other women that can relate is that when we get into that comparison zone and when we're feeding our, when we're flooding our feed with stuff like that, that, that ultimately makes us feel worse. It doesn't make us feel better. It makes us feel like, Oh, I've really let myself go. Oh, I don't look that way. I don't think I'll ever look that way. How can I be attractive? This, that it's, um, it's not serving us. And so on the flip side of that, because I think it's really important to talk about both sides because there are people who bag out the fitness comp competitors and, you know, um, and look, there's a deep dark world in that fitness comp zone where people are doing a lot of stupid shit to get lean. You know, like I remember going to a comp one day and I was just, I was kind of, I was blown away with it. And, you know, I've spoken to trainers that train women to, to do comps and they talk about, you know, male and female libidos going down and energy levels going down and all these different things. But then there's this other flip side and this is, I love how I never know where this is going, but then there's this other flip side where you've got these women who are doing the body positive movement. Um, and I'm going to say something that's probably controversial, but fuck it. Like I'm thinking it's okay. But that movement, or maybe not that movement in particular, but this body confidence, this own the skin you're in stuff, to me, it almost promotes laziness. And it almost promotes that it's okay to join an army of semi-overweight women that love the jiggly bits, but there's no focus on what true health is. And so I remember seeing this post one day and it was like, you know, 
it was all about being body body positive and being this and being that. And this this big influencer, she's she's huge actually. You know, she she was owning herself as she was, and I loved that. I loved, you know, it was this. I won't say too much because I don't want to really know, want you to know who it was. But the thing was, is she was owning who she was. She was showing all the flaws. She'd shown the mum tum and what have you. And and the the post was empowering because she basically is like, well, this is never going away, and I'm just going to love it for what it is. Because when the when the stomach stretches a certain amount of times, sometimes it doesn't go back. Um, but what peeved me around that was that there were so many women cheering her on, but she, but she would then like post in her stories, like feeding her kids two minute noodles and just not giving a flying fuck about health. Um, and so I think, I think, and I do harp on a bit about social media, but I think there's these two sides, there's two extremes and that's, that's what I see a lot of. And then I see there's this middle ground and I see there's, there's a handful of, of organizations and women and, and things in this world that are talking about being nourished, um, having vitality, focusing on nutrient dense foods. And that's kind of what I, the way I see health, um, fitness, the way we look, I, I see it all bundled up into this happy medium and, um, and what I, what I felt like talking about today was the truth around health and what I, what I experienced when I was a trainer. Cause I think it was really interesting when I became a personal trainer, I was, you know, at the peak of my own fitness. So I was like, of course, I just want everyone to feel this great feeling that I have. Um, what I realized very quickly when I started training clients and working in gyms was that a lot of, a lot of our abilities to be healthy come down to decisions. So, you know, you, you are, um, who, who you are and who you want to be is really just dependent on what you do. Right. But the thing is, is that if you're continually in your head making excuses and saying, I can't, I won't, and it doesn't make a difference and you don't have that long-term outlook, then it's really, really hard to be healthy. It's really hard to make the right decisions. Um, and so what I would see is all these people turning up for their training sessions and being like, I'll do that, what she says to do, but they were so deeply unhappy. They were, there was something missing. There was, I'm paying this person, you know, however much $60, $70, $100 to train me. And I still feel like shit. And I know that long-term I'm not going to do this forever. And I know that I'm not going to get the results because I'm still eating shit behind her back or I'm, I'm fooling myself into thinking this is what I want. And the, the truth was is that I believe that when you become truly healthy, when you flood your body with nutrients, when your mind is healthy, when you have that mindset of, you know, controlling how you see your life and being like, no, no, I'm not going to do this BS. I'm going to really, really have a clear identity around who I am and what health means to me. Most people don't have that. In my opinion, most people don't tend to have a really good idea of what they want health to look like for them. And so I feel like what happens there is people just jump from one thing to the next, looking for the next answer when everyone knows what the common sense answer is, right? If you agree, I would love to hear from you as always. (laughs) So it's all health, wellness, vitality, um, mental well-being, physical well-being, physical strength, mental strength. It all comes down to decisions. And in this world, we know that we have the decision to be honest with ourselves. We have the decision to show up and we have really simple, a series of simple decisions we can make every single day that lead to long-term lasting change. And with anything in life, whether it's your career, whether it's your relationship, whether it's your parenting, whether it's your health, there has to be a long-term goal. There has to be a long-term vision. There has to be a mission that 
is bigger and beyond you. And so life is a series of choices and decisions. And so we know that if we want to be healthy in our body, it's like, do we drink water or do we drink juice? Do we drink water or do we drink soft drink? Do we choose the coffee all the time or do we go and get a peppermint tea? Do we have the chocolate or do we have a piece of fruit? Do we do the exercise or do we lay on the lounge? Do we drink two liters of water a day or do we just continue to tell ourselves that it probably doesn't make a difference? So when you say, when you hear that stuff, you're probably, I hope you're not eating a croissant right now, but (laughs) I am not saying any of this to say you are not allowed to have delicious food. And I know that for me, like some people say to me, Oh, well, you look great. And you, you're like, you've got, I have a high priority on health. Um, you know, some people have asked me, like, I struggle to find the motivation around being healthy. And my answer to that is again, look for your long-term vision around why you want to be healthy. Not the, I want to fit size 10 jeans, not the, I want to fit size eight jeans. I want to look like her. I want this back. Like if you've had kids, the truth is you're probably not getting it back. Like (laughs) the belly stretched out huge, like your skin is different and then your boobs are different and everything's different. And so one of the biggest realizations I had was like, I just want my old body back. And I was like, I'm not getting my old body back. I'm a new me. I'm a mum. I've created human beings without even thinking about it. My body did that for me. Um, so time to let go of the, I want this back and time to look forward to the future. Because when you look into the future, rather than looking into the phone and the Instagram feed and going, I want to look like her, I'd love to buy that new active wear and look like the girl in the picture who's 20. Um, When you get out of that mode and when you get into the mode of long-term, it becomes super simple to want health and vitality and not just physical health and strength, but mental health and strength. Because in my opinion, they go hand in hand. So if you are, let's look, our life expectancy I like to think, I mean, I think there's actually studies coming out now. I've read a little bit about it, but with all the advances and medical advances and things that we have, it's highly likely that we can live into our hundreds if we want to, or our hundred hundredth year. Um, but let's say if we chose health and we really focused on that, we could live to our, into our eighties or nineties. My grandmother's 95 and she's, I've never seen, I shouldn't, uh, this is such a bad thing because I know I should cut, cut, cut down on the alcohol consumption. I love having a drink on the weekend and having fun, but I'm sure that one day um, there will come a time when I feel like I don't, I need that less and less, but I'm social and I, yeah, that's my excuse, but I do love it. <laughs> I love having um celebration and drinking and all that jazz. Um, biggest problem with me is that I don't get drunk easily. So it's just like, it's just easy for me to do it. But my grandmother, like I pretty much never seen her with a drink in her hand. Um, she's always been active. She's always just eaten lots of whole foods really. And she's 95. She still lives at home on her own and she's very independent. And so if we were to live into our eighties or nineties, and if you're 40, 45 or under even say 50, um, you're only halfway there. And like the first I would say 15 to 20 years, you don't really control your health. Your parents do. They feed you, you eat it. Um, And then you start to probably just eat whatever you want because you're a uni student or you're broke or whatever it is. Um, You start to eat out more and then you start to hit like that mid 25. I think people start to care for themselves. They start to really start thinking about it. You hit 35 and you're a mum. And then you're like, everything's going downhill. But really the way I see it is that you're only really just getting started. And I think that's one of the biggest things that people do is I know for me, I'm 35 this year and I kind of feel like 
you know what? Like I had moments after I had Leo where I thought, you know what? I should just give up now. Like I'm getting old. I'm nearly 40. I should just, I shouldn't worry so much about how I look. It's not just about that. Um, and I felt like I was going downhill. And then I reminded myself that my thoughts were in control of my outcomes. So, you know, who you are and who you want to be really is just all about what you do. And so if you decide to get in that mode of just thinking that life's over, body is the way it is, nothing can ever change and nothing will ever change. Right. But if you decide to evolve and if you decide to say, you know what, I've got choice over my thoughts, I'm going to make change, then it's completely possible. But what I want to I suppose what I really want to talk to you guys about and the message that I want to get across to you guys today is that I believe that people are searching for something and what they're searching for is either unattainable or it's not what they really want. And so when I have, when I have sessions with clients or when I interview clients that might want to coach with me or come to a, come to a room, to a retreat, retreat, they will say to me, I will say to them, what's been going on in your life? Like, tell me where you're at. And, you know, I'll get the story and I'll, I'll hear a bit about them and their families and where they are and what they might have been through and what they're having struggles with. And then when I say, you know, well, what is it that you really want? And uh, the answer is I just want to be happy. I just, just want to be feel fulfilled. I just want contentment. And if you can relate, then trust me, you're not alone. Um, it's pretty much the standard answer I get. But the thing is, is that then we go and we go looking for health um, solutions. And the problem is, is that when you don't feel happy right now, when you don't feel contentment right now, when you're not feeling fulfilled, it's very hard to make good choices. And so some people binge on Netflix or chocolate, (laughs) They, they go into this like, this mode where they're just going to hide from what the, what the truth is. But what I believe is that when you are making a conscious decision to change your life, um, health is always going to come in and it will always be one of the first things that I see people not show up for themselves around. And so to give you, to give you some really simple tools moving forward, one of the things is, is that healthy body, healthy mind. We all know that. Um, if you're having a lot of struggles with your health, if you're like physically, you don't have a disease. Um, but even if you do, the thing is, is that your mindset is the first place you should go. So you need to look at what's going on and you need to find a place where you can be grateful for where you're at and where you feel strength moving forward. And so for me, you know, after having Leo, there's been some times when I've been pretty down and some of you guys might look, look at me from the outside, or you might look at me on my Instagram or Facebook, and you might be like, well, Jess, you look great. I don't know why you would have that. But the thing is, excuse me, is that even when I sit, I can, you know, I can feel that my tummy just isn't where I want it to be. And, you know, I've had times after having Leo where I would just, I would just be like, you know, like I said, I just should just give up quit while you're ahead, Jess. Um, and then I've had other times where I've been able to look past it and go, no, your, your mind is stronger than this. You have a better mindset. So I'm going to look for a place, um, within that pain, um, of not loving my body like I used to. And I'm going to look for the gift what kind of qualities can I, can I draw out of this experience? What, what, what has this experience taught me and what it taught me having Leo, having my second child at 33, 34, um, he wasn't a surprise. He was planned, but he, it was a, it was a like, are we really sure we want another baby? That kind of planning. We weren't a hundred percent sure, but we did we had one. (laughs) We love him. But, um, you know, I felt in so many ways that I'd gone backwards. And so I felt pain around it. I'd lost my freedom. I'd lost my body. 
I'd lost that confidence I used to have. I didn't like all my clothes. I just felt like for, for a moment or two, I was like, life just sucks. and I don't like it. I liked it better before. Um, and so what I would do in that situation and what I would suggest, if you're kind of listening to this, I know I'm a bit, I'm a bit rambly today, but if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I can relate. I, I feel like she's speaking to me. I feel like I feel this way a bit. Um, what I want you to do is I want you to, to ask yourself a really good question, which would be, well, in the state, in those times when I felt like that, when I felt really low, when I felt that, um, that this isn't the way it was meant to be. And I wish I was better and I wish I could be healthier and skinnier and happier and have more energy. And why is my mindset no good? And so I want you to go to a place or a time when you had, when you had a really low feeling, when you had a really low experience around your health or wellbeing, mental, physical, whatever. Um, and so my example of that, I just remember one day when I, I, cause I used to wear these and I, it's funny, isn't it? How time and things change, but I used to love these cook eye dresses. They're really tight and I loved it because I could get away with them. I looked amazing. And then when I had Leo, I couldn't wear them anymore. And I put one on one day and I was like, oh my God, I look like a fucking like mutton dressed in lamb, like a fucking roll of lamb, pork sausage, like I just felt disgusting. You could see like the dints from the undies and the saggy boobs and, oh, it was, it was horrible. I was just, I just remember. And then I was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Like I'm too old to wear that stuff anyway. And I started like the the stories and, and then I was like, I'm just going to keep them all in my cupboard. I'm just going to keep them all there. I'm not going to throw them away. I'm not going to give them away. I'm not going to sell them. I'm just going to keep them all there until I'm skinny enough to get back into those. And then I had this kind of reality check around what would you need to do to get back to that? And how did that serve you? And then I was like, there's some really good traits that came out of the experience when I got really lean last time. And so I went back and I said, all right, in this hard moment, when I felt like this and I'm talking about physical well-being here. And I knew I wasn't unhealthy, but I wasn't where I wanted to be. And so the question there was, all right, well, what kind of traits and qualities do I have that I know are within me that I can use to change how I'm feeling? And so straight away, the words that came to mind for me were discipline, organization, um, I, I love this saying, and I might've said it before in a podcast, but I don't negotiate with myself as much as I used to. Um, my decisions are not up for negotiation. So I started to write and write and write. And what I realized was that there was two things. There was two issues going on. And the first one was I'd become disorganized. I'd, it wasn't necessarily the body cause I needed to give myself a break. I'd had another baby and things have changed but it was the discipline. It was the organization and it was the negotiation with myself, the traits that I knew I had that I weren't or hadn't been calling on. I hadn't been calling on those. And so what that did is it moved me into action. It moved me into, okay, Jess, so you know now that you need to be more disciplined. You need to have better time management. You need to um, stop negotiating with yourself and talking yourself out of things. And so if you've had a, if you've had a time where you're like that, and if you're like, I know there are some people that love treats and they'll be just like, oh, well, my kid just, you know, he was terrible this morning. And so I had no time for breakfast. And then I just had to get something on the way to work. And I got a coffee and I got a croissant with cheese and tomato on it and ham. And, and then I just had no energy. And then the lunch meeting went for ages. And then I, I, you know, I, my kid came home sick and then we just, we got cheese and bacon rolls on the way home. And then, you know, we just had to get Uber Eats cause I hadn't got time to shop. And, and then I felt really bad. So I thought I'd reward myself and I'd eat the chocolate and blah, blah. Right. Does that sound like you? Cause it definitely sounded like me a little, not ages ago, but it has sounded like me. And so now what I do is I go, 
all right, well, I'm feeling this moment of pain because then what happens is I feel regret and I feel guilt and I feel all that stuff. And then I'm like, see, I'm still a failure. I'm not good enough. I can never do this. I'm not strong like the other people. Um, all that crap versus, okay, I didn't like how this turned out in this moment now where I feel this weakness. What are the qualities and traits I can draw on that I know are in there that can help me avoid this in the future? And what that does, I hope that when you hear that, you start to feel better instantly because there's a person in there that can get organized with health. There's a person in there that can make some agreements with yourself that can say, you know what, I'm not having that happen again. I know there are some really simple solutions so I don't have to go through this again. And so what that does is it it helps your health. The truth about health is that it's not about health. <laughs> the truth about health is that it's all about your mind, your mindset, how you see things, how you choose to perceive things, um, the decisions you make, the, um, the determination, the discipline, the strength within self. And it's got to do with self-worth. Because if you're not able to shift the weight, you just fucking don't love yourself enough to get out of your own way and do it yet. And I'm sorry, ladies, but that's the truth. You have to realize that. And I'm not saying because there are a ton of people that hate themselves that will lose what tons of weight and do things for wrong reasons. And I'm not saying you need to be a fitness model or a lean, mean fighting machine. But if you're unhappy and you're not doing things that are good for your health, not your physical weight, but your health, like if you're not drinking a green smoothie a day, if you're not eating proteins and whole foods and um, making really good decisions, if you're not moving your body, if you're in denial about the fact that you will die earlier if you don't move your body, like if you've chosen to decide that it doesn't matter, then honey, you've got to get out and fucking move your body you've got to face up to the fact that this is not a way to live. And it doesn't matter if you think you don't have time, if you think you don't have the means, because you don't need any money to exercise. You can get up and you can do a a routine next to your bed. You can find something on YouTube and follow it. You can walk up and down the street. Like it doesn't cost you any money to move. So health, the truth about health is that it has nothing to do with health. It has to do, it has nothing to do with how you eat, how you move. Health long term is all about your mindset. And when your mindset is sharp, you know what's good for you. You've done routines day in and day out for your mindset. You know, waking up early. You, you guys know what my morning routine is. If you don't, then go check it out on one of my previous podcasts. Um, if you guys, if you guys feel like wow, that was a really hard hitting thing she just said before. I don't know if I like that. The thing is, is that for me, and I'm not, I didn't, I wasn't always like this, but now I am. Um, For me, I want, I don't, I don't want to be the girl that says to you, I only eat vegan. I don't eat dairy. I don't eat gluten. I never drink alcohol. I don't enjoy treats from the bakery. No, 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 no. I'm not that person. I'm not going to be like, I never eat a cheese and bacon roll for afternoon tea with my kid. I do that. But the the 80% of the time, the good decisions are made. It frees my mind from all the guilt. It frees my mind from all that. Oh my God, I just ate the chocolate last night and I sat there and I did this and I made the wrong decisions to Jess, you've got this. You're strong. You, your mindset is clear when it's do I get out in and run today? I've gotten to the point now where like I I can visualize myself and I talked about this in the long-term plan. What did I, was it sparkly things? I think it was that episode, but I talked about this in having a long-term vision. Maybe, maybe it was that one. Um, I visualize myself as a 65 year old woman when my daughter is around my age And all I can picture is this healthy, fit granny wearing Lorna Jane, looking hot as fuck, like 
all the ma- all the mums, all Scarlett's friends who are mums are like, oh my God, your mum is amazing. Look at her go. I can piggyback my grandkids. I can jump up and down. I can do push-ups. I can do squats. I can run around. And I picture that in my mind. And I know that some of you are like, Jess, I can't even picture tomorrow in my mind. And I, and this is why having a coach and working on long-term stuff is really important and self-worth and all those things. Um, and trust me when I tell you the, the online coaching that I've just released is just, it's almost as good as my one-on-one stuff. Um, if not as good, you're going to get the same stuff. You're just not, not going to have me to give you feedback and kick you in the butt. Um, but if you work on it, you can get through some pretty incredible stuff with what I've created. But the thing is, is that if you can't see that, don't beat yourself up. I'm not here to make you feel like you failed. I'm here to make you see that there's a vision that you can have that will make all of this stuff so easy. So now when I, when I'm like, Oh, it's sunny. Should I go for a bike ride with the kids or should I just sit at home and worry about the washing? No, I get up early. I do that washing. So if it's sunny in the afternoon, I am out of here. I am out walking down. I, yes, I live on, on the beach. So I'm walking down the beach, but, or looking at the view, but guys, this, this stuff's serious, you know, same with mindset. Like if you think that one day you'll start meditating, if you think that one day you'll start doing that stuff that everyone keeps doing that you don't do, that the truth is that one day is just fucking too far away. Today is the day. One day is too, too fucking far away. Today is the day. So I want you, like if you're driving or if you're listening to this in the morning and you haven't made a good decision in a while, I want you to write 10 things you can do for your health this week. And I want you to send it to me or post it, post what you did, what you've decided. So you help someone else. So 10 things that you can do for your health and well-being this week. Now that that may be, and I'm going to give you some drink 500 mils of water when you wake up, 500 mils at lunch and 500 mils at dinner. That's one and a half liters a day. Trust me when I tell you drinking water is very important. Decide on a routine so that you wake up earlier and you meditate for 10 minutes a day. If you don't think you've got 10 minutes, the truth is you're lying to yourself. The truth is you don't value yourself enough to take the fucking 10 minutes. Now I'm fired up, but it's, I hate it when I hear that BS crap because I'm like, set your alarm, do it on your lunch break. I don't care. You can find 10 minutes. You choose not to because you're happier sitting in a space of comfort. You're happier sitting in the whole, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not really happy but I'm, I'm happy enough that this, I can keep this facade going for a fair while. I can like, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm really good. Really, really good. Oh no. The truth is I'm fucking unhappy. I hate my body. I hate myself. I'm always feeling guilty. I always feel like I failed, but I'm not willing to change because that would require something hard to be done. So find the 10 minutes a day, drink a green smoothie a day, Plan ahead by buying some snacks that you know are good for you. Cut up fruit and vegetables every morning and put them in a container. So when you're hungry, no matter where you are, you will have food to eat. Does this sound like simple shit? Yes. What else can you do for your health and well-being this week? Move your body every day for five minutes. Make it 10, make it 50 minutes, make it an hour and a half. I don't care. So there's a ton more. There's a ton more. And I'm going to give you, I don't even know how long I've been going for, but I'm going to give you a little rundown of some of the things I do. Um, and I want to hear from you guys. So this week, what are 10 things I can do for my health and well-being that I haven't been doing? Um, trust me, if your mindset is no good, you can start with your health because when you show discipline around health, you'll start to then be able to show discipline in some, in many other areas. So um, I really, really highly encourage you to do that. Have a, have a look into that. Um, this is something that I suggest for all of my clients is get your health on track. Cause if you can show up for yourself there, you're already starting to value yourself more and, you know, build your self-worth and show yourself, you know, self-love and care and set a good example. And so it's a really good place to start. So 
there are a few things that I do. Please listen to my morning routine. And I kind of tapped on a few then. What I do is every single Sunday, I make sure that I have enough fruit and vegetables for the week. Sounds simple, but maybe not so obvious. So I don't have an excuse. And what I do is I never overbuy and I plan my meals so that I know what I'm making. And I know like, so if I'm like, oh, I need to eat tons of greens. I'm like, well, I'll make a curry and I'll get all the veggies in there or whatever it may be. There's easy ways to get health and vitality into yourself. I, um, the first thing I do every morning is I drink water. I, I basically, whenever I go out, I, I joke, but it's like water or wine. There's no in between. So I very rarely, if ever will order anything other than water or wine. Um, so that therefore when I'm out, if it's like, or sometimes kombucha, but if, if I'm out, I'm never like picking up a soft drink or a juice or anything like that, unless it's like a freshly squeezed juice. The other thing that I do is on the weekends, I blend up like blended juices. If you've seen my Instagram feed, you would have seen, like, I kind of shared a bit about that the other week, but I have juice in the fridge and it lasts me for three or four days. So I know that every week I'm having at least like three or four really good quality organic juices. I, um, I, I have like protein snacks. They're from Googies. Um, I think it's called, and basically it's just like three egg whites, nine almonds, two dates, like that's the ingredients. And so I have them, they're really flat. They're like little protein bars. Um, I have them and they fit in my handbag. And so I always have them on me. And if I'm ever running out the door and I'm hungry, I'm like, I'll just get one of those. Um, I try to drink a herbal tea every day. And normally that comes at a time when I'm a little bit hungry or what have you. I always have hummus and fresh cut veggies and things like that on hand because it's easy. I drink a green smoothie every or nearly every single day. <clears throat> Excuse me. And again, this is just a thing that, okay, I might, like, for example, I'm going out to dinner tonight. And for this morning I had an eggs Benedict at a cafe for brekkie because it's school holidays and that's what I wanted, but I'm going to have the smoothie so that I know that I can, you know, I can feel good about the healthy decisions that I've made. Um, I take supplements. So I have a series of different things that I take. I've been taking my JP, my whole food, fruit, veggie, berry capsules for three years now. I take them every day. I also take a turmeric supplement. I contain, I consume healthy fats every day because it's super important and omegas for brain health. Um, especially if you're a mum, there's a big, there's a big deal about the fact that you're probably suffering from postnatal depletion. If you want to know more about that, please feel free to let me know. Um, but you know, if you wonder why you can't concentrate, you've got to consume healthy fats and you've got to consume omegas and you need to consume a variety of fruits and veggies. And then I always have a vegan protein as well, because again, it's something that these are all things that are in my house. Like the other day we had like a group come over and it was like, I have nothing to give you guys as a treat. And then I found like a block of chocolate from Christmas. Um, it was hidden. It was well hidden, but I was like, I just don't have the stuff in my cupboard because it, when I want something and I really want it, then I have to make a decision to go and get it. If that makes sense. So I don't have all that easy to access stuff because then it just makes it easy to make the right decision. Um, so they're like some simple things for me. And then I, I really do plan out my weeks when it comes to my exercise and my fitness. So I go through ups and downs. I don't always love doing a certain type of thing over and over again. I love variety. And as I've gotten to know myself better, I realize that me turning up at the gym four days a week for the rest of my life won't happen. I love meeting new people and I love variety. And so I do like trying new things. So I do weights training. I do walks. I do, I've just started doing Pilates. So just a variety of stuff that can keep me stimulated. I love yoga. Um, I bike ride with the kids. It's another way to get out and be active. I also value our time as a family when we're out in the sunshine. So there's a few tips for you guys. Um, but guys, you know, you might be like, well, that's simple. I was looking for the secret answer, but it's just long-term and it's just consistency. Like I make frittatas every week as well. That's something that I find is so, so good. Um, basically it's just egg with lots of veggies. I put a bit of brown rice and a bit of feta cheese in there and I wrap it up in um, phyllo pastry and I cook it. And, um, I'm pretty sure there's a recipe on my Instagram if you scroll back far enough. But again, this stuff all just means when I'm hungry, I just pick things up and I eat them. 
rather than thinking about it. And I know that they're going to serve me and my health long-term. So if I've got like loaves of bread and crackers and stuff in the house, I'm just going to go to that all the time because I just love butter and I'm just like, I'll have toast for lunch. Whereas if I've got the better stuff or if I go to the green smoothie, if I've made a commitment and I don't want to back down from it, then that's what I do. So I highly recommend you guys to take the time and say, maybe 10 is too many. Maybe it's what are three things I'm going to do for my health this week? What are five things? Share it with me. Um, If you have any questions at all about anything I've spoken about, feel free to connect with me. The easiest way to do that is through emailing me via the website, which is www.theabundancehub.com.au. So theabundancehub.com.au or connecting with me through my Instagram. So thank you guys for tuning in. I hope that helped. I hope that's given you a little kick up the bum. Um, but yeah, we need to look at our health as a long-term investment. We need to look at it as something that is super important and we, we don't need to get caught up in all the complicated stuff. We just need to get serious about showing up for ourselves and stop BSing yourself around the fact that it doesn't matter if you don't eat well. It doesn't matter if you don't exercise. It matters hugely. And some people say to me, this is my final rant for the day, but some people say to me, well, how can you live off six, seven hours sleep a night? I need eight to 10. I'm like, easy. I fuel my fucking body. Like I don't eat shit. I like, I, I'm always tired when I'm hungover and I eat pizza and Maccas and a Porto and what have you. Um, but I'm not tired when I do the right thing by myself. And then again, guys, the last kind of final tip on that is having that long-term vision and being driven and purposeful because when you have purpose, when you, you know, you have that vision, like I was telling you guys about being a grandma, the vision I've got, it just forces me into action. So if you need help with creating that, please let me know. I would love to connect with you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you again. Please share this if you loved it. Much love, health, and happiness. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the Abundance Hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.